0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Bite with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss.
1: Hey, that's you, Mr.
0: Strauss. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Bulldog and Coach and Big Al. How is everybody today? We're great. We're all great. What's going on? You know, I have to tell you, Bulldog. Yes, sir. It was an incredible radio that you did this week about the bachelor party. It actually had me fall out of a seat when I heard it. Oh, my. God, um, you heard by that, By the huh? time you got to the dishwasher, I, you, <laughs> I lost it. Um, the dishwasher, you know, <laughs> delivery. So I just went you to know, that was excellent radio. Oh, good. I loved I'm, it.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to uh, make you fall out of a seat. I made Sip fall out of a seat, too. Your boy Jerry is something else, though, uh, Mark. He is He is something else. Who schedules all yes,
0: that? Yes, you have noticed he does oh. like to create perfection, even if there's a slight. You know, and, and just for those for those, who, for those who did
1: not uh, 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 tune into that, we we did have a quote unquote bachelor party, and I use that word loosely. Uh, we had a bachelor party for little for little Jerry, uh, Jerry's son, and at the same time of this quote unquote big dinner party, uh, Jerry had scheduled the um, removal and replacement of two dishwashers. Uh, a grill and a gas line at the same time it was unbelievable, unbelievable. that's it all right yep, yep. now now let's talk about tech bites <laughs> and uh hey first of all how, how was your trip out west
0: well i went and visited my mom and for the audience my mom is Anne haywood the british film actress you told you, is- you
1: told her i said hello right
0: Absolutely, I did. In fact, Bulldog, we listened to the radio show together. Oh, cool. uh, The one that she was on. Cool. And to see her light up, because she had actually not heard it since we had done it. And so I was actually able to play it for her. And she lit up. And to see her smile at 89 years of age and really just be appreciative. And she said, you're a kind person. She enjoyed the interview. And for me to see her engage that way was priceless.
1: Fantastic! Oh, my pleasure. Kid, that that was—that's one of the highlights of my career. That interview. That's uh, seriously, she was amazing. She was amazing. We 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 had asked we had asked a question one day. uh, 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 Was going to be one of our Facebook questions that we may still use it. If someone were to narrate your life story, I may have chosen your mom as my narrator. I loved her voice. Class, man, you know, and
0: it was a great interview too. And and the things that she talked about, and what people don't realize is that people like my mom lived in World War II. She watched London get completely bombed out. Then she went on to do this career where she did her own controversies. And she saw, for example, the radio turn into—I'm sorry—the standard phone turn into the cell phone. She saw. You know, radio start, and literally in her career, she's seen radio turn into streaming. She has seen all of these technologies occur in her lifetime. And what I find amazing is the resilience of these people. What they live through is something that I hope none of us ever have to live through. But what's more amazing is that the sum total of their character cannot be dismissed. These people lived through amazing times. So. Yes, Speaking to my mom is a treat. Yeah.
1: All right, speaking to you is a treat sometimes when you don't scare me, because a lot of times your tech bite scares me.
0: Well, you're in luck today. Yeah, I'm I know. Scare the pants off of you. I appreciate um, it. You know, you're welcome. Actually, yeah. honestly, guys, today is really a pretty scary tech bite. Um, the title in the show 48 is Ransom Incorporated, Ransomware Incorporated, The Edge. Reveal, attack at DOE nuclear subcontractor. And what it is, the Department of Energy has a nuclear a nuclear subcontractor, and their name is Sol Orion's. Solar Orion's is, a, is, a, is an interesting name, but Sol Orion's is a contractor for the Department of Energy, and they deal with our nukes, and they are consultants to help um, produce our nuclear arsenal, to maintain our nuclear arsenal. And they do a lot of work in the nuclear industry. And they got hacked by, this, by the ransomware conglomerate out of Russia. Um, and this is the same outfit, guys, that just attacked the JBS meatpacking plant. And to give you a little bit of update on that, on the JBS meatpacking plant hack that we talked about a few tech bites ago, the meatpacking plant, to get back online, paid $11 million ransom to these folks Originally, these folks wanted $22 million ransom, and when Mark, they finally hit...
1: Mark, can I ask you a question? Had that, they had implemented a proper protocol for cybersecurity beforehand,
0: what would the cost, you think, have been for that? It should have been zero. Okay. But this is the problem, which I'm discovering. They're not paying ransom, I believe, because of the, the damage done to their network. They're paying ransom because they reveal people out of Russia who basically, remember, have created an office building. They've even got a reception area. They've literally created a company around ransoming American companies for, you know, a bounty. And so the bounty they have already received is $11 million from, Mm -hmm. from JBS. But why would they pay that? And I believe they're paying it because these ransomware people are getting information that would embarrass the company. Because on the nuclear deal, the ransom company out of Russia came out with a very cryptic notice basically saying we have the right to give any actor we want, that is, you know, global actor or global government, the information we just took from you. So if you pay up, we won't send this information out globally, but if you don't pay up, oh, sure, you can bring your company back online, but we'll reveal whatever we took from you. Now, what's very interesting is every one of these companies if they're going by the FBI, you know, standard protocol to handle these type of terrorist ransomware activities is you would never, ever pay the ransom. Like, we don't pay ransoms for terrorists. That's a government policy that's been going since the 1970s. And we really have stood our ground on these policies. And yet, these are major contractors paying it, our meeting packer, the meat packers paid it. And when you look at the amount of companies, if this one company's attacked around the world, which is substantial, you start to realize that this is becoming a complete business. You now have insurance, which I talked about in previous radio shows, that now has been set up to get you out of trouble if you have to pay ransom. So they'll pay your ransom for you. You now have complete companies that are set up to get you out of the cyber attack. And now you have companies that create the cyber attack, literally an industry. But this is the point for everyone listening to this today and why I want everyone listening to be proactive. It starts at your city level. It starts with local government, with the mayor of like Ocean City, with the police with, your, with the police and then with, as you were talking about, the media and about all the little social groups in your media circle, everyone that you know, that you that people you know in your city, it's you guys talking about these subjects and creating a dialogue so the dialogue goes up to the state level and eventually to the federal level. And the dialogue should be this. Should America be taking this more seriously? Should we allow foreign actors from Russia to be, again, nipping at our bones, literally eating us alive, and we keep having these ransom attacks. But my question is, how much data really has been stolen? And I bet you there is a hell of a lot more data that we haven't been told about they have received, and that is why ransoms are being paid out. And for my tech bite today, I would like everyone just to think about what are they going to do to help this situation? Go ahead, Bulldog.
1: I, I want to know if, okay, the way, uh, listen, we're all tied into the network, right? We're all tied in. So what prevents it? All right, I spend what I spend to put up cybersecurity the best I can. What is going to prevent them from learning and figuring out how to hack into whatever I've done? You know, like the next step. Well, well, it, it, this is so never think ending. It this way, uh, do you?
0: Yeah. All right, so think of this way. Okay. Um, i got a really great antidote. The, the U.S. Army has a actual alien. Um, if aliens were to attack planet Earth, they have a plan of how they would mitigate an alien attack. And the idea is that the aliens will overwhelm our forces within one week and destroy the whole military. So they would have to become a terrorist organization, and they would have to start dealing with the aliens by, by literally scattering their forces around the planet and creating a complete... Um, scenario in which they go street to street fighting for planet Earth. The reason I say this is you have to create sometimes uh, plans for the most dire situation when you're completely overwhelmed, your forces are taken out, and what do you do? And I think these companies do not have what I consider the crisis plan, and their crisis plans are lacking. In other words, there should be no reason to play the ransom if you've done your job right and there should be no critical information that's not encrypted. And then, for example, the sole Orion's problem is that they got employment data, social security information, and other things about employees. Those things should have been encrypted. So if standard practices had been followed, this would never have happened. But the bigger problem is, as the military has to plan for the most dire situation, so do we all. And the idea that we're going to say that our networks will always be up is bogus. The premise should be what happens the day that we don't have a network and how do we operate our company without any modern convenience? Those questions need to be answered. That's my point, Bulldog. Yeah,
1: well, all right. I'll, I'll toss this back to you. How does your company work without any modern uh, convenience? ANC, what you guys do, you need, so, um, you need this. What ANC
0: has done, what we've been doing and working on, is I've been working like a terrorist cell starting to take our infrastructure, and I'm starting to spread it out and I'm making sure that nodes are not all interconnected and so that you take away a piece of my infrastructure, but the, the whole infrastructure. Okay. And you try to separate pieces of your infrastructure, and you try to not allow one, you know, one hack takes it all. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of IT today that's built on building your whole palace around one service. And once that service goes down, your whole palace goes down. So for our critical infrastructure that goes out to stadiums, it is absolutely done, done in a way that's very difficult because you'd have to take down every single stadium separately. And that way it's much more difficult. Okay. So businesses need to come up with these mitigating strategies on their own. And please appreciate Bulldog. Every okay. single business needs their own strategy. If there's not one that what, fits all.
1: What about individuals? Because um, I know individuals get attacked for ransom as well, right?
0: Absolutely. So, so what No, do do? it's so interesting. Individual protection. Hmm. You can't protect yourself from ransomware with virus protection software or from protection that comes with a standard PC. The reason being is usually a ransom software is activated by you clicking on a link in an email or something that comes in. So it has to usually start with human error. The reason I say you can't mitigate against it, we are going to create, all humans are going to eventually make a, uh, you know, uh, they will create a situation in which the hacker could come in to your premise. Now, in creating that situation, what's super important is that's what we will never be able to mitigate, is how those situations occur. Because the entrances to a standard job or to any company is usually for email, it's through the phone system or through the computer systems. Now, what's interesting is most of the time you're not getting through the firewalls. You're not getting through all of the, uh, you know, to be all, all the intense security put up, the, the walls up. No, the, the viruses are getting through literally the front door with an individual allowing the virus right into the heart of the system. And then when the link is activated, a program is set up inside the firewall the actual premise, and then rot the inside out.
1: Okay, Mark, you said something about when you click a link and allow them in. Are there websites, and specifically I'm thinking about porn sites that give the content away for free? Now, you always told us that if you're not paying for this product, then you're the product. If people go to these sites, can they just, while while they're streaming the video... Watching that is could that also be a way of, of getting infected by some ransomware?
0: Well, there have been injection okay. uh, ransomware products in which by... And you
1: can get gonorrhea <laughs> from that one, too. So be careful. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. So by by hitting on a link, the link will inject a virus. Uh-huh. Those links have been cleaned up. Okay. That was really five years ago where we had a whole spat of video viruses. Um, those have been mitigated again by by software becoming more robust but i'm sure bulldog there will be a future one because there will be a, a vulnerability no one knows about now why did you and just say thank god he <laughs> said it under his breath <laughs> i yeah, heard him Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I do sometimes okay. when i'm sometimes i doing it All right. yeah.
0: well yeah. <laughs> I, yes i mean because i i really to be honest with you you have to have a little bit of faith here because if anyone was to think that you're unhackable that's crazy you we're, totally we're all
1: applicable. hackable. They're, they're going to look and go, oh, this guy's got nothing. No. Right. It was the first well, reverse. I, mean, I, I want I to, want you know, you know uh, something that really has me uh, concerned, and I know that at some point they'll get it. What happens when they hack into the New York Stock Exchange? Well, you
0: know, and, and, and uh, in other words, would we even know, because wouldn't a successful hacker in the New York Stock Exchange literally be transferring money into their accounts, and in which bank or institutions to admit they've been hacked? Think about what I just said. Yeah. The idea that we would be told there was a hack at the New York Stock Exchange, I well, think is re- remotely probably never going to happen. I think that's a remote and the idea. O- that the you other, know, the other one is
1: our, is our uh, power grid. I mean, you know, we're, we're susceptible well, there, too. <laughs>
0: absolutely and i mean listen the power grid has other issues and if anyone does not realize this this is something that has been talked about for years and it's really scary for example little local power substations are usually have um transformers that have radiators in them all you need to do is shoot the fluid out of the radiators and the transformers will explode and it was discovered many years ago that a sniper could take out, you know, a substation by not even being anywhere close to it, by just hitting one radiator and let it explode. And the reason I'm saying this is, if you look at our substations, they're completely wide open all across America. One gunshot, bam, substation gone. So what I want everyone to realize is we are vulnerable. Sure. So the idea that we we don't need to do anything, this is an overreaction, again, is naive. And I think ultimately... We're going to find out how bad our hubris is by the actions our opponents take. And unfortunately, for example, with these contractors that have our nuclear secrets, I just think it's... I just feel in my heart.
1: What is the name of that? What is the name of the company you said? uh, What is it?
0: Soul Orions. Soul (laughs) Orions.
1: Soul Orions. Okay.
0: Now, how scary. I mean, very interesting name. The, I don't know why they have yeah, that name. Yeah. But they're interesting. The solar, Southwest
1: right? that went down uh, two, last two days. Ima- imagine if just all the planes can't fly. Just don't there's the pe- people in places, the commerce, the, 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 the planes, it's just ship packages and merchant goods. Shut the whole thing down, right?
0: Exactly. I mean, think about what we've talked about solar winds, JBS. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking about the nukes. What's next? <laughs> I, don't
1: it's I don't know. Scary. I don't know. I mean, something's going to be yeah, nice. How do you spell? How do you spell this company, Mark?
0: Um, it is O R I E N S, and they're out of Albuquerque. Solarized. I'm, I'm I'm not even familiar.
1: Albuquerque. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. We know a guy who was just there. I'm going to call him Mickey. Oh, he was just there. Mickey Fitz was just there. Uh huh.
0: Mickey might know about this subcontractor, might have even worked with them, because uh, these are owned by veterans. It's it's a very old company, and um, it basically has been doing a lot of consulting with the government. But, of course, they won't go into any more detail. I don't know exactly what they're consulting on in the nuclear field, but definitely secrets. And the most important part of this, which is really terrible, is... We can't even trust the reporting, and we shouldn't trust the reporting, because huh. if they were reporting everything, would mean they would be irresponsible, meaning what I'm reporting to you is only the tip of the iceberg. Think about All right. that.
1: All right. All right. Mark Strauss, another interesting, interesting tech bite, to say the least.
0: Well, You're <laughs> welcome. And, hey, next week we're going to do something fun. I've decided good. next week has to be fun. We've done too many negative Tech bites.
1: I can't next wait. will we'll find something <laughs> fun good. to talk about. Thank God. Thank you so much.
0: All right,
1: Mark. I appreciate it as always. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, Thanks. Mark. See you. Bye, buddy.